Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, love is the law on the Lori and Julia show. Heard every day right here from 3 to 6. But hey, you know, you can always podcast it later and listen to it at from 3 to 6 in the morning if you want. Or 3 to 6 on a Saturday or 3 to 6 on Christmas. Wouldn't that be a, a gift to open? We're 3 to 7. Yeah. Why not? Uh-huh. Yeah, there is that hour replay from the 6 to 7. The hour power. And then is it starting today from 7? No, tomorrow the 18th, right? Tomorrow at 7, it's... Uh, the Christmas Carol no, Peterson it's, podcast. It's next Monday. Oh, I thought it was the 18th. I gotta uh, look it up. I it's Monday. It's Monday. I just we just did the recording for it. It starts Monday okay. and it runs through Christmas Eve. Well, I thought, and I'm gonna look it up because I thought it was you could listen as a podcast first and then it's gonna be on the radio. Oh, you're for right. crying so, out loud! Here what, I am talking who, out of my tomato, head. tomato. I oh. know you're still new to the show, but these are the types of things we try to not say out loud. Yes. Have the conversations should, out loud. If I open my mouth, I should have the details in front of me because one of us needs to be grounded. Okay, in first of all. First of all that would be new because none of us ever do it. That would be new. That's why I never get involved too much with these kinds of things unless I know exactly what's going on. Because, you know, our he show is notorious for never, you know, maybe not always getting it right. And yesterday we learned that uh-huh. uh, Beethoven's first name was Mozart. That's right. <laughs> From Laurie. That was Laurie. I will. I, but you won still. Yeah, but yeah. Julia, you gave us the info that Charlie Brown's Beethoven loving friend was Schwarzenegger. That's right. So <laughs> you were close, on the ass track. That close to shorter. That will be a promo. Yeah, I was close. Right now, a promo is running from the Lori. You need to not put a space in between the oh, words on a website. That okay. blonde moment of mine was really. It was Monday, and I think <laughs> I don't know. I just wasn't firing on all synapses. I just the, the blonde was running rampant. <laughs> right, that's why we love. That's why we love you, and that's why people love this show. Really running never rampant. Change. Don't yeah. go changing. Okay, because uh, today I went down. You know, I am a Google Foo master. I know what I'm doing on the Google thing. So I was kind of like, like Tuesday morning. I just kind of woke up, just real. As mortified as I can be for myself, Julia, right. about that blonde moment. Because oh. it was just so... Oh, that was really bad. Yeah, yeah. And was. then you just stared at me like, what am I... What's, yeah, wrong, no, with, what's wrong with me? That's how blonde I was. I wasn't <laughs> computing. Okay. So, Holly was just talking about Erica Jane's husband. This is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She can now be the employed. famous attorney. Yeah, she. But she. He only would show up on the show like this past season. He showed up exactly once. That's and 
Well, I mean, and, and I said at the time, I mean, she's 49 and he's looking hot old. and sexy. And I mean, he looks like her, her, her. He's really quite elderly looking at whatever he is. She, Lori was just going to say her, her, her grandfather. grandfather. Not we'll even to, dad. Not even no, dad. He looked like her grandpa. Yeah. You know, so we'll get into that grandpa thing at Salt Lake City. But there's so much smoke and fire around um Tom Girardi, Erica could be employed for the Real Housewives Beverly Hills till the end of its, for someone who's been just bringing nothing the last two seasons, she has so much story, but listen to this. Okay. So when she fired, I'm going to, I'm going to call her, um, Erica Brokovich because of Aaron Brokovich. Yeah. Yeah. I He's the it. attorney, Rocco. And yeah, I like that one. Erica Brokovich. Okay. Should we just call Erica <laughs> yes. that? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, uh, Reality T, for that one. They called her Aaron Brokovich, but I'm going to call her Erica. Anyway, when she filed her divorce, that trigger, triggered an avalanche of lawsuits because. When she did that, that was basically, I don't know. A month ago. Yeah, it was like a month ago, mm-hmm. but uh, it was election day. Yes. It was at, It was like the, the weekend or something. It was around there because even the timing of it, or maybe it was, it, we were just like, whoa, this is uh, unbelievable. Anyway, so, um, yeah, uh, he gained notor- notoriety in 96 when he won the largest settlement in a direct action Lawsuit. He won $460 million for 650 people who were being poisoned by um, the Pacific Gas and Electric yes. Company. And so, but anyway, now the man uh, who uh, his support for the people looks like he is the great man who was actually stealing money from the people because allegedly now a second case has come up about him taking money to fund his and Erica's lavish lifestyle. He won another big suit with PG&E, and basically these people, it was a PG&E natural gas pipeline that exploded, and it killed eight people, injured 58, flattened 38 homes. He tried the case against PG&E, won again, and of course, why wouldn't they hire him? Right. And PG&E wound up shelling out $500 million, so that was 10 years ago, to resolve the lawsuits after this very traumatic incident. And Tom was quite pleased with himself, gave interviews at the time about what a spectacular job, and of course, he would take a third of that. So that's huge money back to back, you know. And in June 2019, this guy who lost his wife and was burned over 90% of his body sued Tom for not paying him his money breach of contract not paying him anything and yesterday uh uh twitter it's an 11 million dollar judgment that tom has been accused of playing funny math with with that settlement with those fire those people Mm. well here's the latest because it just came out on page six more smoke um, more fire tom girardi testified in an in a case this fall that uh, he doesn't have as much money as creditors think he do. The outlet quoted him saying, "At one point, I had eighty million or fifty million in cash." Yeah, that's what Holly just yeah. told us. It's all gone, 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 gone. So okay, so but I mean, now he's stealing from plane crash victims and fire victims. 
I don't know if that was the storyline in Revenge, but the plane crash <laughs> one certainly was. He is horrible. And he is now, and he's being sued by his... Uh, partner. Uh, his partner. He's being sued by um, Wells Fargo. He is being sued... Um, these two class action suits and he is and he that he knowingly withheld it. He is in so much deep doo doo. Okay, and his lawyers are claiming because he suffered this serious illness. Yeah, that's reason- what they're gonna say that he didn't know what was going on. But I mean the fire victims, the people that's from twenty. He blames it on the hospitalization was the mistake that caused families not to be paid in full. No, no. So because he was in the hospital this summer. For right. people who didn't get paid 10 years ago and a year ago. and He is in trouble and she is going down. Erica Brokovich. Because her last video, she her last post on, down. Um, on, on Twitter and Instagram was a thing for her video. She hasn't put out a video in a couple of years because I think Tom used to fund those. But it was for a song called Expensive with two X's. Oh, That's yes. not aging well. That's just like two weeks old on Twitter. <laughs> Erica Brokovich, you're going to have to do better Again, than that. People with, uh, what do you call it in your closet? Skeletons? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Those guys. Oh, for crying out loud. They did not but plan why on would, getting caught, Julia. But, but still, when and, you and when deal he, this he, dirty and He told dead, her, don't file, go on a reality show. File for divorce, my love. I'm going down in flames. There's no reason for you to go with me. I love you. That's why she got divorced or filed wow, those divorce papers. Lori. Yeah, because she is trying to get that, you know. Lori. Yeah. Like I said. Denise Richards laughing because she was so mean to Denise. One of many was mean to her. All right, listen, it's time for your random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, here, I've got a question for both of you, so you have to pay attention, all right? Okay. And I'm going to try to read it correctly. What do Grand Central Station in New York City, kitty litter, and a banana all have in common? Grand Central Station. Mm-hmm. It sounds like Karnak. Kitty litter. Uh huh. And a banana. And a banana. They all have something to do with recycled material. Okay, Bracco. They all are Go. things that smell odd. Okay, they all emit 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 radiation. Mm. Grand Center Station, due to its granite construction, kitty litter because of the type of clay that's used, and bananas because of their naturally occurring potassium. Fortunately, the effects are not that strong for humans, but bananas have been known to set off radiation alarms at security checkpoints. What? So there's a good little random random. I got these new cards. With random thoughts. Word teasers, random knowledge. Mm-hmm, the first is... one was a math card, and I put it away immediately. Right, immediately. <laughs> oh, that just gives me a headache even saying the word math card. No, it was a math, and I'm like, help, help. Okay, we've got a couple things. You know, we, we know that our friends, our acting friends, our theater friends have had a horrible right. year in addition to our music friends, our venue friends, I mean, our restaurant friends. Here's a couple of ways that you can help out our, our um, Twin City stages over the holiday. And I got this from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Um, you know, get a gift card to the Guthrie, um, Hennepin Theater Trust, 
the Ordway, some of the big organizations, um, buy a ticket in advance because they already have schedules for up later 2021 mm-hmm. for live theater performances that are coming to the Twin Cities. And um, you can buy tickets to that for someone for the holidays. Yeah. You know, And if you're really worried about a f- restaurant or two that you have that are your favorites uh-huh. and you know that are local, send them a check. Or drop that off, give them cash, and yep. don't even take a certificate, right. and just have them do whatever they want, tip whatever. Right. I mean, people can do that, right? Because our re- oh, geez. I mean, you I know. can do that. You can mm-hmm. be your own little Oprah, whatever amount that right. you could do, and you wouldn't. You don't take a gift card, even if it's twenty dollars right. or twenty five, and just say no. I want you guys to have it. I mean, yeah, people can. I do can that. think of. I've bought gift cards this year that I never. I won't ever use them. I bought them just to support the prices. Yeah, you know, but sometimes yeah. people like get ner- nervous about having that out there. Oh, I'm just saying. If anyone sells gives me a gift card or sells it to me, it will never get never used. Get that's, used. That's, that's something that okay. That's a known a known thing. If that's you saw true. my gift card pile, remember I famously tried to use a Jack's Wait, gift card. It? Yeah, dude. it's at home. No, Wacko. She funny. let she like let a five hundred dollar room and board gift card oh, go unused. I mean, she's terrible. Wedding? Didn't you have like a huge? I had a big one. You had a big one, and you forget. First out, first benefit (laughs) holiday. They've got an album that's out first um, to benefit First Avenue. A lot of musicians have donated a track, Mm -hmm. redone a track. Oh yeah, I saw this. So first love. Yes, thank you. And you can buy it on bandcamp.org or dot. Uh, that's dot com, but I think you know maybe just go to First Ave. They'll have yeah, it there. They'll have it there. So that's another thing that you guys can do. Okay, now this is kind of funny. Okay. So Elon Musk. Does anyone remember what he named his child? Oh, some, oh, a bunch a, of symbols. Yeah. Okay. Quickenaki. Uh, um, so he's complaining now after he named his kids symbols and everything. He's complaining about trans pronouns that they're an aesthetic nightmare. He's well, a nightmare. He is just. A nightmare mm-hmm. himself. I think he would be he, he oh. would be an exhausting man to be married mm-hmm. to, as well as um, who else do we always say would be exhausting to oh, be married to? Tom Kanye Cruise. West. Kanye West. Oh, Kanye please. Yeah. Okay, so um, you guys know what earbuds look like—the Apple ones. You know they're white mm-hmm. and they're and they make smaller ver- ear versions. Yes, they of do them. because Lori, we had to talk about her ear canals. Mm-hmm. There, she has very small canals. Just putting it out there again. It, yeah. The design of Apple's earbuds was inspired by the look of what, Racco? Uh, a slug. A slug stormtroopers. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, the white, they're just white, solid. There's no, you know, the stormtroopers. I yeah. thought that was kind of in, in Star Wars. I can't stand having stuff in my ears. In we my know ears. that. Same. Yeah. We know I that like about you. I wear my headphones above my ears, but I have to admit I've used the earbuds. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I don't like And they're a little more convenient than my headset. My headphones when I'm walking and stuff like that. I, I like them. I'm getting used to it anyway. Uh, Canadians are so polite that this is necessary, okay? In Ontario... Polite and cheap. I just like to add oh, that part. Yeah, same with us. Uh, Australian has the tipping problem. But yeah, yeah Canada. Yeah, yeah, Canada. Oh, Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah. they'll, they'll, they're so, they're the Australians and Canadians are also the most fun. A blast yeah, in a bar. So. Okay, in Ontario, Canada, there's a law that saying sorry is not an admission of guilt. Can anyone unpackage that? No. Yes, is a legal thing. It must be some legal thing. That's all I can say. Uh, Lori. The, yeah, it's some legal thing. And I feel Lorraine, like that is that really putting that an she, end to the conversation she, she says it nicely. It says there's a law, so you extrapolate it. Oh, I know what it means. It's something legal. legal. Moving on. I mean, that's a graceful way of handling that. Okay, so a lawmaker, a U.S. Oh, you're going to tell us anyway, no, I'm not. even though I've already no, given that I've already moved on, but okay, that was classic. Okay, another legal thing. No, a U.S. Senator, Agnes King, he is an independent from Maine, yes. says he wants to call on the six largest streaming services to waive their fees over the holidays as a way to encourage people to stay at home. Ah. So he hasn't got any responses yet, but he wrote a letter to six of the largest streaming services. That is now that is thinking outside of the box. I think it's kind of clever. Here's what they probably, uh, you know, I don't know. They just they know they're going to get more. They know they're going to get. Although maybe not. I mean, people are really hurting the unemployment. But but if you're really really bored and you want to, but people are really really hurting, and if they need, I'm just saying this. Good for Angus for having thought. Maybe those tech companies will have a heart. Rocco, and just open it up. What do you think? No, you're not going to bet on it? I can't. It would never happen. There's no way. Okay. But it would be lovely. Wouldn't it? Now, that would be a present. Just even if you did it for 24 hours, just if it's Christmas Day. All free streaming for a day. Do it. That's a great... I mean, not the week or anything. Just do it for... Why not? They don't have enough money with their $600 billion? I don't know, Lori. You know? But, anywho. All right, so... A woman, Aubrey Icoco Bella, her strange noises, that's her name. I love it. Strange noises near her Christmas tree in Tallahassee, Florida. And she thought that, you know, a dog got under her tree. So she started videotaping, you know, come on, puppy, come out of the tree, come out of the tree, puppy. <sighs> a raccoon comes at her. Oh, this is she all brought a raccoon no, home in her it tree. Escaped, knocked home, knocks over the trees, wrestles the dog. But it came ends up home on the tree, climbing like, onto the chandelier. It was got in the tree. Can you? First of all, from the tree lot, it right. was like in the tree, yes. and it came and this home is, in the this car. This is viral right now. It's oh going around. Word. Rocco, have you seen this? I have not. Okay, oh my word. but can you imagine? No. 
I am, afra- ra- I am afraid. I am afraid they are like small they're cows. They're so big. <laughs> yeah, I used to see them crossing the street late at night in Woodbury. They'd yeah. be out on the they prowl. They are kind of frightening looking. Oh, yeah, for they're sure. on the prowl. And they can live in sewers where it lives. And so they can right climb there. buildings. Rocky <laughs> yeah. the raccoon. Yeah, that's right. When I was a kid, that was like my favorite animal. But now if I see one on the street, I'm kind of you like, run the other direction. Yeah. Great. They're not all friendly. Okay. Right. Holly, that's a good giggle there. <laughs> oh. I just like the idea of all the raccoons live with Pennywise in right. the sewers, so they're really scary. Ooh, they are. All right. Uh, we forgot to play Hollywood music for Chris Hewitt, but I somehow I think Watermelon Sugar is like a, he would not mind Harry Styles uh, crooning to to him at all. Is Chris, would you, Chris? Chris, you, you wouldn't mind a little Harry crooning at you instead of the Hollywood uh, trumpet? No, that's fine. Okay, good. Thank you. We we just we forgot. We're not going to lie. It's been a long December. It's been a long year. It's <laughs> holidays. It is. It is. So, Chris, the first thing we just have to ask you about is this whole hoo ha with Warner Brothers sending all these titles to HBO Max, which up until. Today was the worst streaming service because Warner Brothers finally made a deal with it to be easy and it started today. But apparently Denzel Washington is furious, the Directors Guild, different directors, the Dune guy, the, you know, tenant guy. What What is your what take is your on take? this? Well, I, I guess I can sort of see both sides, but I'm my tendency would be to side with the filmmakers, I guess, because I... want to see these movies on the big screen. You know, Mm -hmm. the scary thing is that I don't feel safe seeing these movies on the big screen. And I get that they can't wait in perpetuity because it costs money to have these movies sitting on the shelf. But yeah, it seems crazy that they didn't at least work with these people or inform these people that this was all going to happen. Like they basically found out when we did. That is kind of... There wasn't like a meeting of minds like let's bring you in on a round table and discuss it. Or, you know, then the rumors that like, I mean, Holly told us that one of the things with, I forget something that got expired. I can't, but anyway, Warner Brothers could start Warner Brother movie theater chains and they could come in and buy up theaters and then just, do you know what I mean? I mean, going back to something that got broken up a long time ago. So all these different rumors, because I mean, when you don't tell people, like if everyone found out like at the same time, like supposedly Denzel was just, all these people, like you said, were blindsided. Yeah, well, and there's money in it, too, for them, because a lot of them, you know, make a deal. Uh, you pay me a million dollars or whatever, but I get 10% of the box office gross. Well, if there is no box office gross, a lot of what they thought they were going to get paid isn't happening anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Okay, right. so, I mean, I just think people will go back to the theaters. I do, too. I think we're going to be so desperate to get out of our homes. And and I hope that... And popcorn. I know in Minnesota, there's money that's going to, like, you know, venues like movie theaters and bowling alleys and stuff like that. But I hope the federal government with stages and... I mean, let's... We've got all this money. Let's save our theaters, too. Movie and stage. Yeah, I hope so. This morning, I had to write a little item about the next James Bond movie's opening... And as I was writing it, I thought, you know what? This time I think I believe it. I think it really is going to be in theaters in April. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, good. And and have you had a chance to see Wonder Woman 84? No, I'm seeing it tomorrow. You are seeing it tomorrow. The buzz on it is really good. 
the buzz is really good. And I have to say, I've seen practically everything else. So it's, it's almost the last movie of the year that I'll, or even of the ones that are coming out soon that I'll be seeing. When, so will, when will we see your best and worst uh, movie list? The but I think I'm not doing the worst. Okay. But uh, the best will be in the paper on the 26th. Okay. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Chris Hewitt, movie critic and critic theater theater critic mm-hmm. for the Star Tribune. Chris, um, you did you you highlighted a, a Minnesota um, um, director in that's going to be showing at Sundance, and also that the Minneapolis Riverview Theater is selected as a remote site for Sundance. Tell us about that. Well, it's kind of, I mean, you know, obviously almost everything related to the pandemic is terrible, but it is kind of a cool little thing that's happened that because people can't gather in Park City, Utah in January, they are pivoting to online and they're doing fewer movies than usual. I think they're only doing 70 and they would usually do maybe almost twice that. But there are going to be, and I think they'll be limited. They haven't announced the details yet, but there'll be limited chances for people to see some of the new movies, independent movies that'll be at Sundance online. But also they are doing, I think it's 30 theaters around the country where they'll show not all of the movies, but some of them. Uh, and the Riverview Theater in South Minneapolis is one of them. That's so cool. What's now, the movie. Well, they're going to show some of the movies, oh, lots of the movies. Lots of movies. Yes, okay. but the other one is the Minnesota filmmaker for Wild Indian, the movie. Yeah, and they haven't announced the specific titles that they, they will show, but I'm guessing that'll be one of them. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of interest here in in that movie. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that showing up on the review, but they have not specifically announced that yeah. movie, which is, uh, as you said, the debut filmmaker uh, the debut film from a filmmaker named Lyle Mitchell Corbine Jr., uh, who I emailed a bit back and forth with. He's super excited. <laughs> oh, I bet. And it's, it is kind of, I guess, in that way for these smaller, more independent movies, if people could get the word about uh, on it. Because usually we wouldn't see these movies. Maybe they would come in September or August and they'd show up at one theater, you know, way down the road, way away from Sundance. Kind of. Exactly. Thing. And yeah. I think it will still kind of work that way. Like, I bet what will happen is that, you know, a thousand people or whatever, however many would have maybe been able to see it in Park Square, will be able to see the movie early and then they'll still roll out later in the yeah. year uh, like they would have because mm-hmm. they don't want to obviously blow all of their shots right now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I get it. All right. So, yeah, we can get a taste. Mm-hmm. I know. I think it's cool. So tell people um, – what should we be excited about that's going to be opening on Christmas Day? I mean, you've seen a lot of the movies uh, opening, I mean, loosely on, on our streaming on services. Our TV. <laughs> yeah, well, one thing that's unfortunate is uh, places where theaters are open will be getting, for instance, the new Tom Hanks movie, which is really good. We're not going to get it because we don't have theaters open. Right. Uh, but. Uh, I can tell you that Soul, which is coming on Disney Plus on Christmas Day and is the new movie from Bloomington native Pete Doctor, is fantastic. Is it animated? It is animated. Okay. What's it about? It is about a band director, a middle school band director who's voiced by Jamie Foxx, who dreams of being a big jazz musician 
And just when he's about to get his big break, you're about to hear things that will make you think of both Heaven Can Wait and It's a Wonderful Life, by the way. Uh. Just when he's about to get his big break, he has an accident and is in sort of a semi-dead state. And he goes to this netherworld where he meets this creature played by Tina Fey and he, if he can convince her, she's very sarcastic. If he convince her that life on Earth is a beautiful thing, he may be able to go back to Earth and fulfill those dreams. So oh, I have goosebumps. I, I have goosebumps listening. That's that does. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad I described. It sounds more complicated than it actually is, but it's delightful. It's really funny. It's really sweet and uh, moving. I liked it a lot. Well, the, we, we need Day. this. Christmas yes. Day. Okay, yes. so that's one. Give us another one. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Well, uh, you know, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom comes tomorrow. Yes. That is based on the August Wilson play, and it's the final performance of Chadwick Boseman. Yes. Uh, and Viola Davis plays Ma Rainey. It's set in the 20s. She's a blues singer. He's a trumpeter. There's uh, conflict because the white people who own the studio where they're intending to record a, a record are exploiting them and not paying them. And they sort of have fights about religion and race. And it's it's a terrific adaptation. And Chadwick Boseman is phenomenal in it. Is he like I the trumpet player? Hard... Yes. He said yeah, that. yeah. Okay. That's what you said. He is. And he's, although it's named after Ma Rainey, he's the main character. I have a really hard time not imagining him winning an Oscar for this. He's just fantastic in it. Oh, oh I wow. love that. And this wow. is his last yes. movie. That he felt. It is. Yeah, it was shot a year ago, I think July and August, maybe. Mm. Yeah, Viola's been everywhere promoting this, and it looks, it just, it, I want I want to see it for sure. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. What What else did you like, movie-wise? Uh, We're well, going to watch Wonder Woman no matter what, and that opens Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? That is also Christmas Day, yeah. It is, okay. Um. Let them all talk. Have you guys seen that? Oh, oh Chris, Lori did hated you it. like it? I did like it. You oh. didn't like it? Lori hated it. I love those women. I do too. And I, I but it was, I don't know. I guess, you know what? <laughs> I didn't like Meryl Streep's character until, you know, something happens to her at the very end oh. of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of changes your whole view of everything that you've yeah. seen, which is something that I tend to like when that happens, when I'm like, oh, I thought this was one thing, and I guess it turned out it was something else. Yeah, so maybe, I don't know, I just thought, I, I don't know if they should keep doing a lot of movies where everybody's improv <laughs> Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I get where you're which they all said that. they did. And loved. They love doing it, but to me, it was a meandering, you know, you could take a nap and come back, and it's... <laughs> how about the prom? Did you like that? I liked it. I didn't did? love it. I okay. saw that on Broadway, and I think some of the stuff they did to make it a movie, adding scenes that, like, fill in the backstory of the main characters... Uh-huh. Was good? kind of unnecessary oh, okay. and maybe a little bit hokey, but... I think those songs are so fun, and I think the stars, particularly Meryl Streep, are just delightful. So, okay. And Nicole Kidman, too. Yeah. And then also, we just got to give a shout-out to this, because you said if you like, you know, Alfred Hitchcock movies, here's, you did this beautiful thing, you know, check out seven great films that 
imitate flatter him and that was in variety is that just today or is that yesterday? Yeah, yeah I'll retweet I mean, that. I'll yeah, retweet because that. there's a great list because I think people are just looking for different options, different ideas, you yeah. know, way to do a deep dive into this or something else. Yeah, I know a lot of people are like trying to watch like a classic movie or catch up on something that they like 70s movies yep, or that something they've like never that. Done. There are some good ones in there. And, you know, uh, you might it's another animated movie, but one movie that I think might have slipped through people's awareness this year is Wolfwalkers, which is on Apple TV. It's an animated Irish movie, kind of a fable, uh, and it is delightful. Oh, all right. Apple Plus. Yeah. Got it. We got it, Julia. I still have it because of the morning Lori show. still has Apple Plus. Yeah. I've watched I, a few I, things oh, on that, that streaming service. Yeah, there actually, I think there's been a couple of good things there. That yeah. uh, Rashida Jones movie was there, too. If you missed that, that's another good one to catch up on. What's that called? That movie is called... I love she, her. It's the Bill Murray one. The name oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My head. Where yeah. he's the dad and... She, I watched yes. that movie. Did you like it? I oh, loved okay. it. It was wonderful. Yeah, Bill Murray should be that... I mean, he always is sometimes a variation of that character, but I loved Rich... New York City, um, Casanova, Bill Murray of a certain age. Yeah. yeah, he was really good. Driving around in an Alfa, I think it's an Alfa Romeo. It is, it is. It's, it's just so great. Yeah. What the hell was the name of that, Chris? We'll look it up um, and we'll tell people. You don't have to be our out of Out of the box or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. It slipped out That's of my okay. head. That's okay. And you know, there's that new Rachel Brosnahan movie, too. Did you if like that? I'm a fan of her. That's on Amazon? I did. It is on Amazon. Yep, I did like it. It's a, it's, people should be ready for it to be violent. It's uh, not at all like Miss Maisel. Yeah. Uh, and she kind of tamps down her personality in it in a way that I think is really interesting and ends up paying off. She's this woman who discovers that her husband is leading a double life, and it kind of changes everything that she believes about herself. All right, we will. We'll, we got to find the name of that one too, Chris. All That's these. I'm your woman. That I'm, one I know. What's it called? I'm your woman. I'm your woman. Okay. All right. Oh, we've honey, got some thank movie you so picks. Much. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Can't thank wait you. to Great see you. you. You too. We miss our licorice um, moments with you, honey. <laughs> Knockwood soon. All right. <laughs> All right. Talk we'll, to you. We'll be right back with Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Is the meaning of this julia Rocco, we didn't i didn't get to this but the other night like maybe two nights ago um one of my favorite talk show hosts uh who's only on once a week british graham norton oh yeah every Saturday time night. our nipples were talked about yes, graham norton actually talked about the body perks mm-hmm. the nipples the whole who are these women that invented? He was just like, it was this whole thing. Rocco, I just thought I'd died and gone to heaven. That's funny to you say. One time he talked about our nipples. Yeah, no, we've it was said so it great. forever. People must just stare at us. But, and he, oh, you know, we invented nipples. Our nipple enhancers. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. But he's been on the air a long time, the Graham Norton yes. show. And he's hysterical. Yeah, longer than yeah. our radio show. And I find him just to be delightful. And he was on um, as a Zoom guest on Jimmy Fallon the other night. And, you know, Jimmy's like, hey, you know, how's it going? You know, you're doing your shows from home and London's back in lockdown, you know, and they're just kind of going over because how long it's been and how they're doing their shows. 
And um, Graham said, Fallon asked him something about, well, like, uh, you know, how, how are you doing in the lockdown? And he said, well, I'll tell you how I'm doing, how I'm doing. I'll tell you that I've had to tell my celebrity guests to stop bragging and saying how much they love lockdown when they come on our show. That's what I've learned after 10 months of hosting Whoa. a talk show. And it is kind of true. And I have noticed it that, well, they love it because they have gazillions of dollars, Lori, and they don't have to but work. The, but the fact that, you know, it's so tone deaf now, 10 months into it, you know, I mean, at first, yes, you know, we're going to, we're trying to find the positive and this and that, but he's like, and Jimmy's like, no, really, really, man? Like it hadn't even occurred to him. And he's like, yes, I have had to ask them specifically now before they even come on my show. Do not talk about how much you've enjoyed the lockdown in your rich, pampered, privileged, bubbled life. So the Hollywood speak is tone deaf? Tone deaf. And he's like, no one has picked up on it. And Jimmy was just like, oh, yeah. Well, on that, in that vein, Lori, George Clooney's with you because he said this. He was asked, he was on, what was he just on? He was on Howard Stern. Yes, he was on Howard Stern. I listened to part of that. And he said, um, he said, when actors say how hard it is, this is a quote from George Clooney, I'm like, come cut tobacco for a day. He said, I also sold lady shoes yes. and insurance door to door to do our job, to still be kids, play make-believe, we should enjoy it, we're the lucky ones. So he's like, come on. And he said, also, talking about directing... And acting in the same movie mm-hmm. at the same time. Also, if you do more takes on yourself than other actors, you're a schmuck. Yeah. This is why George, he gets it. He, he, he knows how to be yep. a celebrity. Yeah. Also, the fact that he didn't, he was a working journeyman actor who started yep. in a lot of crappy things. If you ju- Google George oh, Clooney yeah. in the 80s. but So he was like 35 when he got on ER and... Mm-hmm. Um, he does really, he makes it seem effortless, and we've talked he about does. that before. But it is true. They are pretending. Mm-hmm. They're playing make-believe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anyway. I have to ask this to Rocco, because we don't know this about you. Rocco, okay. what was, like, your worst job? Oh, um, trying to think. Oh, you know, one time, I, uh, the one I quit, like, right away. Well, this... <laughs> Your mom this didn't one's make kind of funny. This okay. one's kind of funny. So right after college, I got like a work visa to work in England. Mm-hmm. And I thought, and it was like a six month work visa. And I thought to myself, hey, I'm just going to go over there. I'm going to, you know, I just graduated. I'm going to bang a marketing. bunch of English kids. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to, um, you know, I'm, I have a marketing degree. I'm going to sure. go over there and be an advertising guy. I've heard guy. English girls Somebody, really love American Lori, guys. stop. No, they do. They okay. do. It's a known fact. So you're going to be an ad guy over yeah. there. I was like, yeah. And then I got over there and I realized like, well, first of all, I'm just a kid out of college. Who's who's going to hire, you know, some yep. kid that's just has a six month work visa. And so I thought, oh, I'll be a bus boy. That didn't work out or something. So I took a temp. I went to a temp agency and they ended up making me work as a lunch lady at Ernst and Young. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> and it was like me and, you know, these like awesome, you know, like African immigrant ladies. And it was, we would just sit there and my job was to ask people if they wanted custard. 
<laughs> and I thought to myself, what am I doing But here? did you stay the full six months and need really some English did. lassies? I gave up. Basically, after like six weeks, I was like, I'm broke. This sucks. I okay. miss my girlfriend. And, yeah, okay. And I went home. Yeah. But that was probably like, a, what am I doing here job? I'm, you know, I'm scooping custard on the, you know, accountant's dessert you know yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah. but the cool thing about that job is it was like right on the thames and i could like take a lunch break and read a book and look at big right oh so right you, you got to have a bit of a continental experience yes. at a young age it's always a good thing yes so that was maybe my weirdest dumbest job but yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind not of a too fu- bad. That's kind that's of a like funny if that's one. your weirdest, worst, terrible job. That's pretty good. And I and I just the telemarketing jobs strike were some of my worst because Laura, you sold tickets to the Twins and the Minnesota Orchestra, and I sold tickets for um, Al Green to come over and test your water softener quality in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, Al Green. It, mm-hmm. it, that's what we called our boss. Me, Al Green. Go back to Hollywood. Right, go back to Hollywood because I don't right. want you to miss this one. Okay, John Bon Jovi claims a day doesn't go by. That he doesn't, he doesn't wish Richie, Richie Sambora Sambor was still in the band. Do you believe him? A day, Rocco, do you believe? Well, do you know anything about yeah, the beef? Be- from listening to you guys, yeah. Okay. I mean, the short version is John thinks he, Richie's kind of a drunk and doesn't yep, want to back in. Exactly. Uh, but but to, he, they make magic. They made magic they together. Made, I know it. 80s, so maybe... Know? Here's then here's the rest of the sentence. But people make decisions and it's okay because being in a rock band is not a life sentence. So to me, he's saying that he's asked Richie Sambora to come back in the band and, and he doesn't, Richie want, doesn't want to. That's what I'm getting to. Because, you know, I got to say from what everything they, we know about John. Because John was being a, a dink and not appreciating where Richie was coming, coming from. from. And he was having a lot of crisis because his wife was in and out of ex-wife and mother of his child was in and out of treatment. Mm-hmm. And so he was dealing with his teen, young, tween, teenage daughter yeah, needed more time. Yeah. But... I also will say John Bon Jovi is a good dude. He has a lot of good, his homeless kitchens and everything. I but believe this is sincere, when he, though. When he says, because being in a rock band is not a life sentence, that's why it makes me feel like he, he has, has asked, asked him. him. Yeah. I just had to bring that up. Yeah, I think. Okay. All right. So we can no longer hold it against that's John. Right. That's right. All right. We forgive you, John. <laughs> now we can move on. We'll be right back.